Hey, it's time for the Twice Removed Podcast with Linda and Gina, where we talk about all things genealogy, including making connections with long-lost relatives while snooping in on our ancestors. Hey, it's good to know where you come from. So, hey, Linda, what is our topic today? We're going to be talking about occupations of the past. Um, A lot of the discoveries, of course, can come up in the census, you know, when you're going back and trying to see where people lived and who lived where and whatever they also have their occupation i i don't know about you but i like to look at other people's too because it's just kind of a neat thing it's like yeah i didn't know they had that back then or wow they're all kind of doing the same thing just to get over here if they're you know if they're from different countries and stuff well i'm not studying anything really too much more than what is my family background but you know there's a lot of crafts uh, persons craftsmen mostly coming mm-hmm. over and you know they would bring all of their talents with them so and what are some of these talents is i mean is it different from like the german side to your norwegian side did they all do the same well, thing did you see it like generation to generation well you know occupations like farming is hopefully never going to stop because then if it does well you know bad um so there was a lot of farmers um mm-hmm. that was Scandinavian side. Um, my great grandfather, when he came over from Germany, his he was listed as a cabinet maker, which is something completely. You would think, oh well, we still have cabinets. We don't have those kind of cabinets anymore. You know, like if you did kitchen cabinets or, like in Germany, they have these really big closets that they build out of wood because they didn't have built-in closets, so you would build the entire thing yourself out of wood and you know now if you want cabinets for your kitchen you go to one of the home centers and you pick them out from a catalog and they you know specifically maybe make them for you you know for the right sizing and everything but they're not anything that great (laughs) you know (laughs) laminate plus they're using a computer to to generate it too yeah stick it up there so yeah it's not it's not glued together by hand and yeah the dovetail and stuff all the yeah prettiness beautiful yeah the the old pie shelves and stuff that last forever i mean an example is we lived in an apartment in studio city and it was probably built in the 70s late early 70s i think and the cabinets and everything there were really old and they had been painted like with the landlord special over and over and over again, you know? So one day they said, you know what? We're going to be remodeling the entire um, complex and it's a building at a time. So when it came down to our building, I'm like, okay, great. So we had to move out and stay in another place for like a couple of weeks that they let us stay in, in on the complex. But anyway, we came back and all the cabinets that they had r- installed that were new were all shorter. And they were all like made out of a super heavy particle board and all of that. Oh my God. You know, and laminate and just you lost space because, you know, they would custom make them and to go back into the wall. So you had like a little bit more depth so you could put more stuff back there. So there, that, that's a complaint, you know. Well, my great grandfather on the Italian side sold fruit. And my grandfather on the Jew, great grandfather on the Jewish side sold chickens had a chicken business chicken truck so um, we were the food food oriented family i guess on those sides and did they so like the chicken truck they just went through the neighborhood and sold yeah 
exactly. And, and he passed, he had a heart attack and passed away in his fifties. And my grandpa wanted that chicken truck and his mother sold the chicken truck and the chicken business. And hopefully it's not like Zachy farm or something like that, or you know, <laughs> what might've been, but he was very, very upset to the day he died at a hundred. He was still talking about that. that he, he wanted that chicken truck. That. He did. He really did. Well, you know, nowadays that would be something that nobody would want, probably. I mean, there'd be very few people who'd want chicken delivered, you know, unless it was cooked. Yeah. And um, And food truck. (laughs) That's like today's version of that. So that's obsolete. Well, I I don't know if you had them where you were from, but when we were younger here in California, we had a thing called the Helms truck from the Helms Bakery. Mm -hmm. And they would drive on your street and you'd stop them kind of like an ice cream truck, but inside was pastries and cookies and some candies and all the stuff Helms Bakery did. So that was kind of a a neat thing and a treat, but they don't do stuff like that anymore, you know? And I know my great-grandfather... In his lemon thing, he'd bring, he'd go, especially lemons, because it's an Italian thing, but he'd go to downtown LA and get the fruit and um, bring it back home and make his daughters clean it and stuff. And then he'd go peddle it. And so then I was talking to my mom earlier about this because we had um, a story going around on the Italian side that one of uh, her great, her grandmother, um, when she was little, was asked to go help her dad pick figs on the fig farm in Italy. And so she went out there and you know how everybody had aprons back then and stuff on. And so Mm -hmm. she was out there picking figs and she saw a shiny piece of metal and started digging it and found coins. And the more she dug, the more she found gold coins. And so she put all these gold coins in her in her her uh, apron. And she came back in the house, and the mom was like, "Did you pick all the figs that you were supposed to pick?" And she said, "No, mom, look." And she's like, "Where did you get that?" And she says, "Out there by the tree." And the more I dug, the more there were. So I guess the mom told people and stuff, and they all ran back there. And when they ran back there, the hole was covered up, and all there was left was like a little piece of a tin can. So, you know, there again, true story. I don't know, but, you know. Why would her that's, mother say anything? Right? <laughs> well, you know, right? what's wrong with you, huh? Yeah, everybody, <laughs> you know, poor village. Everybody comes, share the well. And I asked her, I said, well, what'd they do with the money? <laughs> you know me. I'm like, well, I want, what'd they do with the money? I need I don't follow know. through here. What what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I, I need, you know, I, evidence. <laughs> I need some evidence. But who knows? But, you know, that they worked on the fig farm and and that was it. You know, very much so in the Italian realm of things, it was all food related is where they worked. It's either that or it's like a cobbler or a, you know, tailor or something like that. They usually tends to be the old timey jobs. Yeah. One of my great grandfathers, great, great grandfathers was a tailor, too. I saw that on the um, records that they kept for the city. And it's amazes me that how many tailors and cobblers, you know, shoe people that there were that they led in the country. It was like, okay, maybe like the old Starbucks, there's a tailor and a cobbler on every corner instead of a Starbucks. Um, well, people needed it. You know, that was something then, they kept yeah. their stuff for a really long time. So you would put new soles on your shoes. You wouldn't just toss them or ugh, the way that we throw things out nowadays. And I also saw something called, a, was it a Cooper? A Cooper? Yeah. And I was like, what's a Cooper? Do you know what a Cooper is? 
they make barrels. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't look it up, but I saw that when I was doing my little research. I was like, oh, Cooper, that's interesting. A mini Cooper would be a small one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, junior. They get better gas mileage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that so that's one of those jobs. You know, it's like your name usually isn't cabinet maker, but um, Cooper is a name that, you know, people got for, you know, that's what they did as their profession. So that's what they went by. Oh, so if his his last name became Cooper because he was a barrel maker or whatever. Yeah, and you know, like Schneider, in mm -hmm. German is basically Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Miller is somebody who ran a mill, and oh, either for hops beer. or flour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for beer to make beer. That's cool. that's. I wonder. I had never. I always thought it was interesting that there was that brand of beer. I was like, hmm. I wonder if it goes back that far and they were named that or if it's just some guy named Miller that one day wanted to start that company. Maybe. Now I'm going to have to do the research on that. Yeah. Well, I know. I re I think I know on the can and I don't drink, so I'm not the professor of beer cans, but I think there's like the, the yeast hops or the whatever, the, the little sprigs. Yeah. The yeah. sprig of hops. So maybe. Hmm. Maybe it's tied in. Well, they put it in there. So, did you? And and, and I think we saw one uh, was a pin setter, which is kind of cool. If people can remember or seen some old films about that, and that's the people that used to set up your bowling pins. There was no automatic bowling things, and your balls didn't come back to you. Someone had to hand you your balls. <laughs> hey, here's so, your balls. Here's your balls. Automatically your shot through the floor. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's interesting. And then my favorite one, and I don't know what it is, and Linda will tell us, but they're knocker uppers. <laughs> and to me, I think it's an old fashioned firm bank, maybe, but I, I don't know for sure. What's a knocker upper? It's somebody who is paid to wake you up by either tapping on your window or if you were up higher, they would shoot peas at it. I would like that job. I could do that job. I'm up early. Yeah. See, see we've evolved. We've really evolved. It really has. So these are all like basically obsolete-ish type jobs. You know, the, the switchboard operators is another thing too. There were a lot of those back in the day, especially in the bigger cities, I noticed when I was going through the New York records, especially. You know, huh. switchboard operators. Like Lily Tomlin, one ringy dingy. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> the, we still have them, but, you know, the whole 411 service is basically done. Yep. So that's what they did. But you would still get somebody if you needed them. You know, you would have to probably sit there and wait for a while. I don't. I think there might just be several thousand in the country or so. So, well, totally off topic, I got... Um, our phone bill for cell phone and we were looking at it and it just said 411 has gone up to like 499 a call to call yeah. 411 i'm like well yeah you could just google it for free or ask siri <laughs> so yeah so um, that's that's why they they can't afford to keep that department without really charging yeah but who would do it who would go i guess an older person that or a rich person that couldn't care less. An older person that wants to order pizza for the very first time from their landline. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, and chimney sweep. 
Everybody yeah. remembers Mary Poppins. There was a chimney sweep on that, but um, Dick Van Dyke's character. But they still kind of do that. Probably mm, with yeah. vacuums and hoses. But. Well, that's a big, yeah, with drones and all that kind of yeah. thing now. But yeah, we used to see them quite often in Germany. And they would be on a bicycle and have like a ladder that held onto, you know, they'd hold the ladder over their shoulder. Oh, did, did they look like all full of soot and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen them several times like that. It's very good luck. People yes, usually right send. Well, people send chimney sweep pictures to each other on New Year's Day. We would get a card every once in a while. Really? Yeah. Now that's very interesting. Cards. I yeah. didn't know that. That's what meant good luck. But it wasn't very good luck for them because a lot of them got very, very sick with like you know cancer from that. Type oh of yeah, job. I could imagine. Like really bad. And died really young from it. And they would bring these little tiny boys to go down the chimney to clean because they could fit. And it's like, are you kidding me? So. Well, you know how things always, like, we've just been discussing at one time, these were elaborate jobs and and people's livings and stuff. And then, you know, new technology came around, the computers and, and stuff. And now the big talk is AI. And... Yeah. It, it's kind of like I was told when I used to work at the cubicle from nine to five, you know, the, the IT people were like, well, computers aren't going to take over the world because there's always got to be somebody to fix the computer. And I was like, well, that's a point. But not everybody in the world could be an IT person. And frankly, when I have ever called the IT person to fix their crappy computers, all they say was reboot, reboot. So that's a story for another time, too. But, but no, it's true, uh, though. It, yeah, it, mean, it, but it is and, and stuff. So probably with AI, I know that that, you know, we're in the middle of strikes and stuff with creativity and entertainment. And, you know, people can put in something and they'll write a script. The AI will write a script. But I just I haven't seen one, but I would just think it wouldn't capture the emotion or be able to. Maybe it can. But I think that even if it did, it'd be just an outline that would need to be tweaked. You know, for what you're using yeah. it for. There might How be good parts. Is it? Yeah, there How might be parts, but I don't think it could take over what comes out of somebody's heart and soul. I just don't. Yeah. I do like the idea of programming with words and having something made for you out of what you tell it to make. Oh, like yeah. You artwork. mean like a dictation? No, like if you go to an app and you can completely describe something exactly that you want the way you want it to look and it's like i want it to be a wave that crests at six feet and is um there's a, a surfer that is high upon it and he's wearing red trunks and blah 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 and there's two girls at the beach holding drinks waiting for him to come to shore if, if you can type that in and it you see that exact same thing as a photo or a you know picture or whatever, that would be interesting. Well, you could three D print it. You just have to make the file for it. No, this is me just typing it into a prompt, and it shoots out the pictures. You should try it sometime. It's very interesting. Oh, you That's mean they have that now? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I have to spend more time online. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but that's something to look at. I mean, they have yeah. one in Canva. You can play with it. It's it's free. And the only stipulation, if you use it for anything commercial-wise, you have to say that it was made by AI. 
Yeah, well, you know what? I've seen some stuff on Twitter and um, my mistake or and Instagram and stuff like that. And as, as cool as it might look, there's always something not right that from the naked eye oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like hand, seven fingers <laughs> yeah the hand's not right or this is muddled or you know and you can tell and it's just like you know what it's it's not there yet it's there and it's good but it's like it's it's not all that because it's just there's just that little something that your eye goes right to for me anyways that it's just like okay and it seems like they always want AI or something like that to take away the creativity from people and leave humans with the hard labor. Make the robots. Make the yeah. robots for the hard, dangerous labor and allow people to be creative on their own. Because I'd rather have a, a painting that was made by somebody with great talent than me just talking it into a computer prompt, honestly. But, you know. Well, you know what? We're lazy. We get food service delivered. You get your groceries delivered. And it, yeah, it started with the pandemic and all that stuff, but we're still doing it. And what, you know, all the, the stores now that are self-checkout. So people are losing their jobs on that. So that's a computer thing. I don't mind self-checkout, but, you know. I do. I when it's it. a big order. Forget it. Yeah, I don't work there. Maybe for... What? One for of the small things, for small orders, like if it's like 10 items or less, like if it's the um, the fast checkout lane, whatever, yeah. the express, right? I would, yeah. I would do my own 10 items. That's fine. But when I have a big cart of stuff, no, mm -mm. no. And if I do it wrong and I walk out of there and don't pay for something, I could be in trouble for that. I don't want to set myself up. You can ask any lawyer and they'll say, don't do it. Hmm. I've heard that. I don't know if any lawyer, but I've heard that. It's reasonable, well, though. You know, we were at one of those discounter chains um, uh, on Black Friday, my friends and I, because we always do that and have been doing it since I was like 15 years old, and which I'm way past now. And we were standing in line because she was buying some jeans for her son. And the lines are long. It was during the crazy times before they had Black Friday the Tuesday prior. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And so we are standing in line waiting and she gets up there and they're not ringing up and they're on sale. And she's like, hey, they're Wrangler jeans and they're on sale for blah, blah, blah. And the person's looking and the person looks at her and he goes he, and he goes, OK, wait, wait a minute. So he goes away. There's this long line. So we're all standing there and everybody's looking at us, giving us these looks. And we're like, we don't know. So five minutes, 10 minutes go by. And the manager comes up and she's all, well, where did he go? We're like, we don't know. A break? He quit? I don't know. He never came back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she had to like, we were telling her it's on sale. The ad's sitting right there. So he could have looked. But yeah, we don't know what happened to him. And everybody just started cracking up because we're like, uh, break, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> he quit. I don't know. We saw him, you know, <laughs> somewhere crying in a corner. Well, but, you know, that's what they'll see our cust the customers doing, too. If yeah, you have but to do see, all the work. Yeah. But when that <laughs> happens, then it's like, OK, self-checkout. OK, I'll self-checkout. Yeah, but if the price isn't on there, then they have to. And it's always hard to do produce at self-checkout, so you have to call someone over anyway, so. You know, the cashiers have all mess. of those, all of those numbers memorized. I know. It's a mess. It's, it's We're ridiculous. a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, and then the one thing that you would think that people would still need, but they don't, are typists. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, but. They, we all you know, know how what? to type a little bit. 
And we're so still we don't typists. Really need... We're just on a computer, not the old fashioned way. But I heard like Tom Hanks collects those typewriters and still uses well, a them. typing pool, like a typing pool. You just have these women sitting there typing in their pearls and their dresses. <laughs> Straight. So what modern day occupations today do you see that'll fade away over like the next 20 years? What do you think? Uh, podcast hosts. Ah! <laughs> never, 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 <laughs> never, never. <laughs> I would say podcast hosts. Yep. So you think they'll have like AI voices? Well, they already do. See? But you still have to type it in. Somebody's got to program it. Just like the AI. Somebody's got to program it. Well, that's so what I they do. They reprogram themselves. They are able to reprogram themselves and make themselves more intelligent. That's why it could get out of control, I guess. See, this goes with the cloning thing. <laughs> you know you know so what else well. has gone to? Remember? Do you remember? I, I, kind, I remember the full service, but the gas pump jockeys. Oh, uh, back then yeah. they're gone. Now it's self-serve. That's one big one right there. When did Nobody that end? Checks your oil. 80s? Nobody washes your window. Probably. Yeah. Late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. It yeah. went away when they started having those really big gas stations with like the 20 pumps. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Plus when they, and you used to have to, you know, pay right there and pay in cash, whatever. And now you just, you know, write a check. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, you just slide your card in. Or your phone, hold it up and it beeps. You don't have to go in and pay for anything. But they have those fun little convenience stores if you need to sneak a ding dong and a Slurpee or something. I'll never but, forget when I was um, I was in high school, I went and got gas. I'm still angry about this. But, you know, <laughs> I would get my $10 worth of gas, have the check ready. And then, you know, the guy would pump the gas, hand it to him. Thanks. All right. See ya. And then next thing you know, I get home and my WDIZ... Rock 100 bumper sticker was off of my bumper because the guy oh. who pumped the gas took it off because we lived like 40 miles away from where they had like the stickers and the bolt-ons and all the license plates back in the day. See, there's another thing you don't do. You guys didn't do that because you had two tags, right? On your cars all the uh -huh. time. Yeah, we only had the one in the back in Florida. So on the front, you could have like the radio station tag and we would have bolt-ons where you'd go to wherever they are, like at Peaches or wherever. And, um, you know, that's so that Peaches would make money, of course. And then they would have the bolt on out in the parking lot and the DJs would go out there and they would put the license plates on your cars in the front. Well, first and of then, all, shame on him for stealing your bumper sticker. Mean. Sec second of all, sheer genius that you could do that in the time it took to fill a tank. What car were you driving? A tuna boat? I mean, <laughs> that was like so quick that he got that off. I don't know. It was probably fresh. So, but yeah, it was a car from the 60s, late 60s or 70s, early See, 70s. See, if we had Twitter, he'd be on Twitter. It'd be like, name this guy. He stole my sticker. Yeah. So, see? There's so many jobs like that, though, that are gone. You, mm. But they always got to have somebody to do the engine repair work and stuff like that. So, did you guys ever have bag boys here? For, oh, that, yes. Would take your groceries to the car for you? Yes, yes. What happened to that? They don't take them anymore. Yeah, I wonder if they'll, they'll still, still do it. At, actually, they'll still do it at Costco. They've helped my mom with, you know. Oh, well, the, if you ask, I'm water sure. And stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just to ask yeah. and track down as they're, you know, shagging carts and say, can you please put this in there? But 
All I so, can say you know, is that I wish that particular grocery store would spend some time cleaning their shopping carts. They're gross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Grosser than like this. Walmart. <laughs> yeah, these these are like black plastic carts and they're just so gross and cruddy and whatever. And it's I don't think they've ever been cleaned. So it's like no. you have to wash your groceries when you get home. See, I appreciate Trader Joe's and Smart and Final because they still have like the wipes to use on the carts when you get them. Yeah. So I don't usually I do have any appreciate. problems with anybody else except that other that particular grocery store. Hmm. Hmm. And you don't get rain here much. So like in Florida, they would have the carts outside and they would get washed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> much every they'd afternoon. Rust, they'd rust <laughs> and they wouldn't roll. So you'd have to drag them down the aisle. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there are usually some that were bad. Yeah. But at least they were clean. Do you, you know what else is no longer around? They're kind of there, but they're not. It's not like they used to be. We're ushers in the movies. Yeah. You might see one or two come by and look and stuff, but not like they used to be. Well, that's just people that are standing around that have to pay. Yep. And, you know, movie theaters, too. I mean, they kind of are like, hmm. Yeah, we're streaming. Why do we need that? Well, people like the experience, but then it becomes more of like a... Um, you know, like a, it's so expensive. You might as well go see like a live performance <laughs> or something. I, I'm so weird about it. I'll go when, when Fathom events, I'll have like Willy Wonka. Cause I've never seen it on the big screen and stuff and singing in the rain, all the old stuff that I love. And I'll run and pay, you know, 15, 16, $18 to go see it on the big screen. And I notice I miss things and stuff like Willy Wonka. I noticed in his red sweater, it had holes in it. You never see that on the TV and stuff like that. But then it's like, I don't want to go see the new movies. I'll wait till it comes here and I can just buy it off TV or look at it on Amazon Prime or Netflix. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's um, I don't know. We're mixed up. That's for sure. Well, there's so much stuff being put out that there's nothing that great that stands out that I have to see in the theater. I don't want to see any of these superhero movies, honestly. I don't. Oh, me too. I'm over no, it. I'm so over it. And that's something that you'd want to see on a big screen. And then, like any kind of action films, always better on a, on a big screen. Well, yeah, just like the big musicals were. But yeah, there's some that just look great because of the colors and whatever. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Thank you. I couldn't think of Alice. <laughs> I was gonna go to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but nobody should go see that one. That that was horrible. No remakes there. I've seen mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, there's another one coming out with Timothy Chalamet, but I think it's a prequel. So oh, I can handle a prequel. I just can't handle the remake of that. You don't touch brilliance, even though it had so many flaws in it itself. But that's part of it. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for coming to our TED talk <laughs> on occupations of the past. Well, I guess the, the takeaway from any of these obsolete occupations is you kind of need to see into the future and think, well, is that something that people are ever going to need again after I learn how to do it and do it for the first 10 years? Are they going to like phase me out? That's why accounting's good. You know, that's you always have to have some kind of, you know, somebody keeping track of things and you can't just put it into a computer. You can't prepare a company for an audit by just having AI do it, that would be a catastrophe. Oh, please. No. You know, so things like that, that just have to, have to always be handled by a human. I can't think of 
anything else like banking. You wouldn't want that either. ATMs, sure. But I saw this one thing, it may have been fake, but somebody had gotten a couple hundred dollars out of uh, an ATM and they got a $100 bill and um, a fake counterfeit million dollar bill. <laughs> oh, see, and who took the million dollar bill to put it in there? It's not real. <laughs> I know, but it got in the ATM. Yeah, I don't know if it was fake or not, but you know. I got a counterfeit 20 out of the bank and we were eating lunch and I went to pay for it. And they came up and they're like, kind of like nonchalant. And they're like, we need to talk to you. It's like, well, what? <laughs> so they go, this, this, we think that this is a counterfeit bill. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just got out of the ATM. I showed him my ATM receipt and stuff. And he goes, yeah, I know and stuff. But they let us go with the $20 cheaper because, it, you know, he believed us. And I went to the bank and they're like, sure enough. And they're like, where'd you get it? And I'm like, oh, the bank over by the racetrack. And they said, oh, yeah. So they called the racetrack and the racetrack bank over there by the racetrack. And they said, yeah, that happens quite a bit. I'm like, don't you run them through something that shows that they're fake? But it was good. And so, you know, they traded it in. They gave me a new 20, which was nice. But I was like, wow, you couldn't tell. But I guess you could. (laughs) Wow. Was that before they started doing the... The strip off. right right before it was like they're phasing them out that was still still there but um yeah i still have old money somewhere yeah they I, we see it um i help my mom at the church count money sometimes and you still see um that you know one of the biggest things that is obsolete that's not an occupation but um you know many years ago deutschmark went away and now it's just euro oh yeah that's right you know, that's right. And I still have some Deutschmark. I'm happy to keep it. I still want to be a knocker upper. Well, you can. Do, I think you it should, should do that job. I think it should be called a waker upper. Well, yeah, because you know what we've done to that word. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a sperm bank. Knocker uppers. How may I help you? Hey. I'd like to make a deposit, please. <laughs> Well, I've got a wake-up call for you. <laughs> yeah. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. And your little dog, too. <laughs> and yeah. Well, I guess we can wrap on that. And if you guys have any other cool, different, strange, whatever occupations that you've noticed in your family trees and stuff, hit us up at twicerremoved.net and let us know because we want to hear about them. And maybe we'll feature you on an upcoming episode because we can talk about jobs because they'll be, you know, more exposed. Yeah, we'll talk and about it. Maybe I'll even make a video. There we go. I'd love it. Yeah. Can I narrate it? Sure. Oh, cool. There we go. Yep. I'm going to narrate the knocker upper one. We already did that one. <sighs> Foiled again. You did pin setter. I did do pin setter. Let me set your pins up. At first, I thought it was a hair person, but, you know, pin curls, set your pins. Mm-hmm. But nope, bowling. Steerike. All right, you take it easy and we'll catch you guys on the next time. Thank you for joining us. See ya. The Twice Removed podcast is produced by Linda Anderson and Gina Glass. All opinions expressed are of our own and of our guests. For more information and upcoming guests, please visit our website, twicerremove.net.